Our content is intended to be used and must be used for informational purposes only. It is very important to do your own research analysis before making any investment based on your personal circumstances. You should take independent financial advice from a professional in connection with or independently research and verify any information that you find on our website or podcast and wish to rely upon, whether for the purpose of making an investment decision or otherwise. Let me ask you something, man. Don't stop. I'm not finished yet. Do you ever ask yourself? Don't stop. I'm not when finished When are they ever going to stop? Do you ever ask yourself? When those bad boys are going to stop making all that money? What's up? My future one percenters, this is Marathon Money brought to you by MarathonMoneyPlus.com. I'm Cam Jones, the prince of the stock market, a.k.a. your favorite billionaire's favorite thousandaire, but I'm a millionaire somewhere. And I'm with Kenny Coins. Yo, can you hear my coin sound? Yeah. Okay. Of course. Okay. For some reason, I couldn't hear it. But yeah, Kenny Coins here. So, (laughs) man, I'm just, I'm tripping on the stock market right now. One stock in particular, DraftKings. DraftKings getting super sniped out here, man. But, and but you know, I added a little bit today to it. But my thing is, I feel like um, it's it's a good deal right here because of the stuff that happened with sports betting in New York. So let me just give you some numbers real quick. <clears throat> uh, it's. New York is estimated to bring in $99 million this year just from sports betting. By 2025, they estimate sports betting will bring in an extra $500 million in tax revenue. So they're not what they're not saying by 2025 they estimated to the whole um um sports betting is going to be worth $500 million. No, it has to be worth if they're there. That's how much they're going to get in taxes. So sports betting has to be worth like a billion, maybe more than that by 2025. And in New York, there's only what? Four people that are approved. DraftKings, FanDuel, Caesars. And uh, I forgot the other one. Obviously, DraftKings will not get all of that. But if they could get 25 percent. And split it. And then other states legalize. They see how New York is getting all this money. Other states legalize. I feel like this is a dirt cheap price for DraftKings right now. Is Penn National is not part of that. Yo, let me. It's probably not a problem, an issue with Penn and MGM and other other guys. But the those four people that got approved in New York, they had to pay $25 million to do business in sports betting. That's they, crazy. Each one of them had to pay $25 million one-time fee. That's a lot. So they got to know that they about to make some money. You know, if you're going to pay $25 million just to have your app in the, in the, you know, in the state, 
you know, I I think that's pretty big. And you look at DraftKings right now, the market cap nine point four billion right now. Um, man, I think as more states legalize, I think this gonna be a winner, man. But I feel like we talking about our, I'm talking about this like I was talking about the marijuana sector, like oh when they legalize, you know, but they were never they still haven't legalized anything, but. The sports betting, you can see movement on that. That's actually getting something done. See, the problem with DraftKings, and I think the main reason why it's going down, is because the lack of profitability is undoubtedly a big, huge risk right now. Does it? How much does it cost? <laughs> What's the average cost to get a get a customer? I honestly, I think, I think it was I'm like not, 60, 60 bucks. Yeah, it was like sixty dollars. But they make like a hundred dollars off of. Uh, it was like forty dollar profit. Yeah, but the customer but, acquisition cost is high. Okay, let me ask you a question. That twenty five million dollars is just paid to get into New York. Is that an every year thing? No, it was only one time. One time. One fee. time. Now I'm pretty sure they have to pay something yearly. Um, but, uh, I know they ain't gonna let that just slide. No, now here's the interesting New York. (laughs) Yeah. New York and California be tripping, man. (laughs) Oh yeah. yeah. New York and Cali know they could, they can mess up some money, but, uh, now I just want to just get quickly. Just want to say DraftKings is a bargain. We back at the, we, we, to tell you the truth, we back at the spot when they were respect. Right, yes. Yeah, well, they were respect like in the mid-teens, but this is close enough. Well, no reason why I say that is because, remember, don't forget, DraftKings went all the way to $60 when it was respect. Oh, okay. Remember when we got into it, like $10, $11, and I, it went up to like $55, $60? I, did it go up that high as a spec? Yeah, it did. Then after that, when it went, when it finally transferred over, it I think the highest we've seen it was like sixty five. No, I, I'm seeing an all time high at seventy four thirty eight. Yeah, it's exactly close up there. Yeah, yeah. So as a spec, I don't remember. The, I, I wish I remembered it, like the spec. D W or D D uh D E A C. DEAC. Yeah. Maybe if you if you can look up DEAC, you probably see the highest it went up as a spec, but I'm pretty sure it was in the either between fifty or sixty dollars. I remember as a spec. And it was still a great buy at twenty dollars, even though we've been in there since eleven and twelve. Right. So to me, it being at twenty three dollars right now, or aftermarket twenty three seventeen. No, I'm sure. I, I think I, 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 got I think D- we're kind of back in that same position. I, I got DEAC pulled up, and it's showing that March looks like March, maybe March 2020. The highest it only went up was nineteen dollars and fifty cents. That can't that can't be right, unless it got changed. But it's where you look. Where are you I'm, looking yours at? Because my, my set's 53 bucks. I'm on Ameritrade, 
But you know, I since the spat got delisted, I don't know if you know they stopped reporting on it at a certain time. Um. So, but either way, it's a goodbye. Right here, it is. It is a goodbye either way. But I just personally think that we're kind of back at that range where we at when there was a spat, and that's kind of not even surprising to tell you the truth. Right. Right. You know what I mean? DraftKings was kind of one of the first original SPACs that... That's what had of, everything take off. Yeah, you know? kind of had everything take off. Not It's not the first SPAC, but it was the original ones that really got everybody excited. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so it 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 is kind of doing the same thing that other SPACs <laughs> are doing now. <laughs> Going up, <laughs> pulling back, and coming down. Yeah. So um, that's really not surprising. Right. But they're taking they're taking major hits because of that profitability thing. Mm-hmm. See, you pay sixty dollars for a customer, you're only making like forty bucks on them. I I mean, yeah. I think that's a decent return, and I don't. That's it not the. De- that's I'm not, not the, saying it's. I'm not saying it's not a decent return. But I think some depends. other. I, I think some other people are are um, getting customers at a lower rate. Exactly. Um and exactly. And um DraftKings I don't know if that's the true number. I remember looking it up how much it costs for them to, to make a hundred dollars on one customer and I remember it was like sixty dollars. It was somewhere in the sixties to acquire a customer and then they made a hundred dollars on that customer per basically per year. So I mean, you looking at you know I'm not gonna do the math, but you looking at seventy five, eighty percent return on one person. Yeah, it depends on see if you're looking at other gambling stocks mm-hmm. like DraftKings, Penn National, other other stocks that are in the same category as DraftKings, and they're getting it at a cheaper rate to acquire customers, those guys are going to look way more attractive for their money. Yeah, yeah, I agree with you right there. That's what I'm saying. Now, if DraftKings, where it was was $40 and some everybody else was spending $70 to get a customer and they're only making 30 then DraftKings obviously would look the most attractive. But now, it's not. DraftKings is just the biggest name in the game. That don't mean they're making money. True. True. That's it. DraftKings is the biggest name in the game. That mean they're making money. I agree with that statement right there. That was a that was a Kenny Coins real statement right there, man. <laughs> you know what I mean? This ain't this, and I the thing about it is you know how Google the first day it went on the stock market, it was like a gangbuster, boom, it exploded. Never came back down. Yeah. I think everybody's trying to look since then everybody's been trying to look for that. Yeah. And then since Tesla, everybody's been trying to look for the the stock that never moved, the innovative stock that never moved. Yeah. And then boom, five years later it becomes a two thousand dollar share stock. Man, what I'm noticing is if there's a stock and you like, yo, you know, this stock is cheap, 
I can't believe how cheap the stock is, man. I'm about to buy like a whole bunch, man. Then when it go up to this price, you know, I'm going to be, you know, have this much money. What I'm noticing is the common sense play like that doesn't really work. So I, I feel like that if it's too good to be true, where if you bought a whole bunch of shares and you just need it to double to get like, you know, yeah, 50,000 profit, 100,000 profit. You know, I feel the like chance. it's hard to do that for for some reason. On I'm gonna I'm gonna put a percentage. The chance of that happening for you is less than three to three percent, unless you're doing options. See, if you unless you try to do whole, options, then you put in you put in naked calls out there. Hold up, though. Hold up. When we first started, right? Just think about Square, Teladoc. Even though they're getting hit right now, they still. Teladoc is about $80. You know, if you got in at 10, 11, that's still 800%. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it, it's possible to do it. It's just, I feel like the more people that get in the stock market, the more that stocks are easily manipulated. I think the, I think there's a little factor you're kind of missing. What the, uh, the biggest, biggest issue is, is that these guys want to do it in three months. Right, yeah. They want right. to buy a $10 stock, and in 90 days, they want it to be a $250 stock. Right. But people don't forget, when we call Zillow, Twitter, um, Square, Teladoc, all those took three to four years. Yeah, especially Teladoc. Yeah, for what they became now. Even like, uh, DocuSign that that was like a what 50 bucks that took two whole years before it got to like 200 yeah you know what I mean Pandemic. yeah it's a short time frame like that's like it's still long but it's short time frame but I think a lot of people are like yo I gotta make this money happen in like 60 days yeah this ain't the, so, this ain't the trap you know what I'm saying <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's not you know what I mean I'm telling you, you you have a better shot making way more money long term than trying to make this quick money, right? And the money lasts a lot longer. I think that's the that's the problem we're facing right now. You gotta get in them easy money plays that we put on Marathon Money Plus. Them easy money yeah. plays. Yeah, you know, I mean, the common sense. And I we we get into that era where, right now, I personally, with everything going on. Pick your percentage and get out. Right. You are 18, 20% guy, get out. You are 10% guy, get out. That's how you should be playing your portfolio right now. You know? Yep. 30, if you are 30, 40% guy, get out. Don't don't wait and try to see if you can hit a home run. You, you, you probably trade about 200 stocks before you see that home run. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, let's be out of money by then. <laughs> Yo, it's, it's something else I want to bring up. Take two. They bought Zynga this week for $12.7 billion, which is like double too what much. they're worth. Yeah, too much money. Too much money, man. And like, yo, what y'all make that decision for? Y'all know I got y'all as, you know I got the stock. It got hit. Like, why would you do it? Like, they have... Take two? That's a stupid decision. That, yeah, I, I don't think that was smart because I think that bringing... If they already... I don't think it really hurts 
the company. But my thing is, you could do what Zynga's doing without Zynga. Yeah. Easily. So unless Zynga had unless Zynga had something we all don't know. They ain't got nothing we don't know. <laughs> <laughs> unless Zynga had something we don't know, because like I personally think it was dumb. Yeah, that's that's pretty stupid, man. Uh I saw that and I was like, yeah. That was dumb. You know, they were at six dollars. And you know, they bought them. I don't know how much the market market cap is. Even right now, at eight ninety six, the market cap is only ten billion. So they gonna pay even more. They paying twelve mm-hmm. billion for it. So yeah, they got Zinga, like another dollar fifty to go. Yeah, Zinga, Zinga's not worth it. No, that's my personal opinion. But if you and Zinga, or you, I mean, you a founder of Zinga, you go like, okay, I got these, I got these idiots. You know what I'm saying? Right. <laughs> I'm <Hot out>. body. <laughs> 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 Zing is not worth it, man. I don't know why they bought it. Honestly, tell you the truth. Maybe they see something we don't for the future. But I'm just feel like Take Two could have easily done what Zing do easily on a on a smaller scale that could have grown. Yeah, I mean they already make games, like real games, console games, PlayStation 5 and stuff like that. They even got apps, NBA 2K and stuff. You can't make these Little casual games that Zynga's making. Yeah, exactly. You know, I don't. I don't hey, you might get you might get people to start selling shares. <laughs> I hope not, because I still own Take Two. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, I got no point. You start selling. <laughs> I held on, man. So don't don't sell, but <laughs> until I sell. <laughs> um. One more thing, man. The Fed with rate hikes, man. How you, how do you feel about this? Uh, they they saying, you know, I think it was like Wednesday, the Fed chief came on, said he won't be too aggressive on the rate hike. But then I read something today. They, they talking about, you know, they expecting like three rate hikes this year or something like that, you know? How was, like, yo, like what, I feel like what, when they say stuff like I'm not gonna be too aggressive, like be specific. Like, what do you mean? Like, cause your aggressiveness might not be the same aggressiveness as mine. Right, right. You know what I mean? Like, you know, some household they yell, and that's considered like talking, soft talking. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? So like, yo, you gotta tell me like in my household that's kind of aggressive, but like you got like I they like they always use stuff that you still got to guess. Yeah, yeah. Like, to him, seven rake hikes for a year is aggressive. And then so, and then so, she said three is not that bad. To us, three is like, yo, you trying to end the world, bro? <laughs> <laughs> yo, I still got to take two. Stop, rake, stop <laughs> raising the rates. <laughs> yo, we already hurting, bro. Shelves empty, inflation going up. Inflation six point seven percent, my guy. <laughs> yeah, I, I I say seven percent, you know, but oh, inflation. 
Inflation crazy. Crazy, dog. I mean, you you get used cars are selling for more than what you paid for them, you know, four years ago. Yeah, somebody told me they went to a used car lot. Um, somebody tried to sell them a, a Toyota for what it what it cost a 2007 Toyota for what it cost in 2007. I was like, yo, yo, they really out here getting people. <laughs> yo, oh. you checked out the car ETF though? Which one? The car ETF. Nah, car. Yeah. What's it about? Avis? There's a, no, there's like a ETF for like for uh, manufactured vehicles. I can't remember the ticket symbol. Okay. I know it's not called cars. Okay. What about it though? I man, I, somebody who told me they had it in their portfolio basically said it was like at twenty five dollars, and now it's like one hundred and fifty. Jesus. I cannot remember the ticket symbol, man. I feel so <laughs> bad about that. <laughs> I cannot remember the ticket symbol, but it's the ETF for cars. But that alone, because of the chips and everything going on and with the shortage, mm-hmm. that thing is exploding. Man, I think I read something that Michael, we talked about NVIDIA last week. And yeah. I think I read something that Microsoft about to start or thinking about making their own chips now. And this is the same thing I've been saying we since talked December. About before. Yeah. Like, yo, it's too it's too easy for these guys. They got too much money. It's too easy for these guys to make chips. If you think about when I had that GoPro idea, I was like, yo, yeah. I want to buy GoPro because these these cars need cameras. But it's too easy for Tesla to make its own cameras. It's too easy, yeah, it's too easy to make your own camera. It's too easy. Yeah, it, this is the one. Uh, C-A-R-Z. Okay. Uh, okay nah, it's, it's 65, 64 right now. Look at that 2019. Ball. They ball. Yep. <laughs> look at 2019. Uh, actually, no. Look at. I'm gonna give you a specific date. 2020 March 2nd. It was 19 dollars and 88 cents, and it's now 64 bucks, and it's still going up. Right. Right. First Trust NASDAQ Global Cars ETF. I wonder what's... I'm going to have to look up what's in it because the market cap for the ETF... And I, I don't really understand how market caps work with ETFs because Me you're either. investing with a whole, in a whole bunch of other companies. But the, it says the market cap of this ETF is $83.7 million. Not billion. Yeah. They're only in the millions. So... So the what's in it? The top five is Ford Motor, Toyota Motor, General Motors, Tesla. Yeah, top four. So I, I don't see I don't see the top four, but they basically anything that's a car, they buy it. Yeah, anything that's an auto manufacturer, they buy it. The ETF is C A R Z First Trust NASDAQ Global Auto Trust. They got a nice dividend, six point five percent. Yeah. 
You threw out a freebie, man. That's supposed to be something we do on Marathon Money Plus. Yo, I had you just give it to him. Man. <laughs> you know what I mean, it's it's yeah, and plus this is past his prime. If you yeah. wanted to get it, it was nineteen dollars. If you wanted to get in, it, it was nineteen dollars in March. You know what I mean? Another good time would have been at like that thirty four range. Yo, you see the shares outstanding on this? Yo, it's small. One point three million. Yeah. The problem though. With these kind of ETFs, I'm looking at right now today. Volat- it, uh, Volat- it only did. It has light volume, so today it only did sixteen thousand one hundred four. About uh, sixteen thousand one hundred four shares traded. That ain't nothing. So this this is not easy to get in or out of. And I'm gonna bring another good point. I will add to Cam. If you look at the previous years, it never been more than. 40 bucks yeah okay so, yeah yeah this might be due yeah, for it to come down so and we we know the pacific reason why it's up because manufacturers are on a shortage so you got to think about it look at back in 20 what 2011 all the way until the beginning of 2020 ain't never been more than 40 five dollars mm-hmm. so and the average is probably around 30 so think about it is it's 64 it's 30 35 dollars above what the average is or what it's normally at in the past what nine years and we know it's because of the shortage so that means that when this whole shortest thing is over it's coming down right so that's the way I'm looking at it. So Cam does got a point. Yeah, I don't. Uh, the only thing I don't like about it is the the volume, though. Like you know, obviously we talk about this a lot. Car- cars are, you know, the the hot thing in in tech right now because that's yeah. the that's the thing that everybody's making technological advancements on you know making cars drive themselves and stuff like that you know cars got a whole bunch of cameras on them now you can you can do all these different things so it's only right that 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 you know sector explodes um but i think you're right this is this is you gave it to them at the top but this is one i keep my eye on for if it can get down, man, I was about to say the 200 day, but the 200 day is only $60. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to tell you. Just anything about this stock is not on average. Mm-hmm. It's not, it's not because it's out of its, this is what I call it, out of its element. <laughs> you know what I mean? The only reason why this stock is moving is because the economy is forcing it to move because of of demand. Kind of like the only reason why DocuSign and Teladoc and them moved during the pandemic was because it was a pandemic. Yeah, it was I think a pandemic. When, I think when you recognize things, the lesson I learned from that is when you recognize something like that, it's easy to look at a chart after the fact, but, oh, I, you know, I'll get out right here. It's easy to do that, but 
when you're actually in it real time, it's very hard because you don't know. It's nobody can tell you what's the top or the bottom. But I See, think that if I'm in something and it's ran up because of a specific reason, like one specific reason, and that yeah. reason won't won't be here forever. Like pandemic's yeah. not gonna be here forever. I I think I I'm gonna just sell for now on. And then that that's the same thing we were saying last year during the 2020 during the pandemic. You know, there was reasons why we bought a lot of those companies at seventy dollars, eighty, ninety, because we know that it won't last. Yeah, you know what I mean. And that's how you make great trades. That's how you make great trades when you know an external factor is forcing a stock to go up or a stock to go down, but that external factor won't last long. And that gives you either opportunity to get in or get out. Right, man. Um, <clears throat> we push it up on the 30-minute mark. Um, you can find me uh, anywhere at Camboni11, C-A-M-B-O-N-I-1-1, Snapchat, Instagram, um, Twitter, OnlyFans, vids. Whatever. Um, where can they find you, Kenny? Oh, I want, before I log off, I want to do something first. I want to talk about like our financial goals that we're going to be doing with investing. Oh, let's queue up this. Let's queue up that Family Matters music when they, you know, (laughs) give it that life lesson music. (laughs) Definitely on this, you know, definitely for the newcomers. I really want to talk about like, yo, we get a lot of people, a lot of people that tell us, hey, man, you know, how much you think we should start with? Um, do you think we need to read all these books before we start? No. I'm going to tell you right now, if you go to any, like, like big-time investors, they'll just tell you to start as soon as possible. Because even if you have, like, $500, $500 and you make between 7 to 10% that year, you know what I mean? Over time, it's going to be big. Just start as soon as possible. Don't waste no time. Don't waste no time trying to contemplate when you're going to start or you might lose or this and that. If you don't start, bro, you'll never get nowhere and you'll never make no money. So I kind of want to like try to do that at the end of each podcast, definitely for the new people that listen to us, is that, yo, start as soon as possible. Get a get a trading account. You know, even if you put $100, $200 in there, start figuring out as soon as possible how to make your money work for you. Because I know people that, 2019 telling us they finna start a trading account. It's 2022 and they still haven't started. Right, right. You know what I mean? If you don't start as soon as possible, you're gonna miss out serious money. And between 2019 and 2022, we all know how much money was missed out. <laughs> if you didn't take if you didn't take advantage. So man, yo. Wise words from Kenny Coins, man. Now y'all know. And knowing is half the battle. What? <laughs> and all you gotta, and then the other half of the battle is just getting started. That's really <laughs> what it is, man. Once you get started, you in the mix. You know, you're gonna make some money. You're gonna take some time, but you're gonna make some money. Right, right. Uh, where can they find you, Kenny? Yo, Kenny Call Twenty Three on Instagram. Kendrick Collin Two Ends in the Middle on Twitter. Yo, hit us up. Leave us a message. Leave us a comment. 
yo, 2022 money making year. You already know. Yo, on um <clears throat> Omerthai Money Plus. I, I, I want to give out some short picks. We don't never talk about shorting. But I've been shorting lately, and I haven't lost yet. Um, now, it ain't like I'm making like a ton of money. You know what I'm saying? I'm only shorting like 100 shares, 50 shares, stuff like that. You know, but I, I'm just getting getting into it, and I'm I'm noticing that it's easier for me to make money on the short side for some reason than it is on the buy side. Because everything going on in the market right now. Maybe it is something right now, but you know, I first, I did my first short October, November, whenever Roblox had its, um, uh, earnings call. Yeah. I had some shares of Roblox at like 80 something. <clears throat> It went up to like 110 and I sold it and it kept going up. And I think I shorted it somewhere around like 120, but I only had did like, you know, five shares or something like that. And then I ended up uh, buying it back around like 90 something. I'm like, oh, okay. And then, you know, from then on, I just haven't lost in, in shorting. But all right, man, we out. All right, peace. Peace.